Hi everyone, thank you for joining today. Today's podcast title is called Giving God Control and Letting Go. And the three scriptures that we're going to be talking about today is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, which says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And the second one is Philippians 4, 6 which says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the last scripture is Romans 8, 28, which says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. So before we begin this podcast, let us open up in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for everyone listening to this podcast right now, Lord. We pray, O Lord, that we may be able to let go, O Lord, of our burdens, our concerns, and all the things that are troubling us, O Lord, and that we may be able to let you have control in our lives, O Lord. Help us to cast our care on you, for you care for us, O Lord. We pray, O Lord, for every listener right now, O Lord, who is struggling in this area, O Lord, of carrying their burdens, O Lord, carrying their worries, carrying their concerns. Help them to cast their care on you. Help them to learn that, God, you, O Lord, are in control no matter what, and that you turn all things around for the good of those who love you and who have been called a According to your purpose, Lord. We pray that you bless our time together right now as we uh, go into your word and to study it, O oh Lord. We pray that you would speak to us, guide us, and lead us, Lord. We ask all these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So once again, the scriptures that we're going to be uh, looking at is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, which says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. The second one is Philippians 4, 6 which says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the last scripture is Romans 8, 28, which says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. So this particular uh, podcast is about how God answers prayer. And I broke it down into three parts. The first part is working with God to answer prayers. The second part is letting go and allowing God to work. And the third part is uh, unanswered prayers and how we deal with that. So I'm speaking from my own experience over the years of how I have seen God answer prayers. I will be using examples of my own life to demonstrate this. I pray these examples will be helpful and something you may be able to relate to. I hope that my experiences will shed some light on what God is teaching you in different situations. So the first part Uh, is about working with God to answer prayers. So working with God to answer prayers is when God speaks to you about doing your part in answering your prayer request. I will include some examples of things you may be praying for. So for example, maybe you're praying for better health. So let's talk about better health. You may be praying for God to give you better health. God may ask you to do things like uh, make healthier choices with your diet, sleep early, exercise, drink more water, distance yourself from negative things, distance yourself from negative people. We have a part in answering our own prayers and God will give us the grace to do our part. God will do what we are unable to do on our own. It is important to know that if we don't do our part, sometimes our prayers won't be answered. We must pray for matters that are part of God's will. When we pray for something, pay particular attention to the thoughts that are you are having regarding the very thing you're praying about. It could be God answering your prayers by telling you your part and what you need to do. Like when I was praying for um, God to help me with my health, he would, you know, 
start showing me things like maybe you need to change your diet. So that would be an example of God answering your prayers regarding health matters by telling you something that you need to do. Okay. So the next topic I want to talk about is decreasing stress. So let's say that you're praying uh, for decreasing stress in your life. God may ask you to do the following things. Okay. Sometimes he may say, cut some things out of your life that are not positive or productive. Uh, we talked about this earlier in the previous podcast about things that are productive and uh, fruitful and unfruitful things, which means fruitful things are things that are, um, you know, useful, purposeful for the building of the kingdom of God. And, and some things we're just wasting time and energy on and it's not really having an eternal impact and it's actually affecting us negatively. So we need to, you know, remember that our time and our energy and our resources are all limited. So we need to be able to use those things that are most important that are producing fruit, which is like productivity, uh, something useful, something helpful in our life, use our time and energy for those things and other things that are just draining our energy. We need to kind of reduce those things or even cut those things out of our life. So the next thing would be avoid to decrease stress in your life, avoid spending too much money on your credit cards. Um, you know, changing your schedule could be an example of something else you can do to decrease stress, which is, you know, uh, canceling, postponing, or discontinuing a few things. Sometimes our schedules get completely jam packed and then, uh, we don't know what to do. And at that time you may need to reevaluate your schedule. Think about things that, uh, maybe you need to postpone for the following week or cancel or discontinue doing altogether. Um, Another thing for decreasing stress is being proactive about planning for the next day or preparing the night before. That's always been something that's been very helpful in making a life a lot easier and less stressful. Uh, proper time management is also uh, something that's important, including going to bed early and decreasing time on social media and television. So those are things that are very important because you know, it's very entertaining to be on social media or to be on television, but those things consume a lot of your time and it decreases the amount of time that you have to get rest and sleep and the things that you need to do. So these are some examples of things that God may be speaking to you about decreasing stress when you ask God to help you with the stress in your life. So the Holy Spirit may reveal to you things that could be causing unnecessary stress. It is God's will for us to have peace and joy. He will show us what changes can be made to have peace. We may not be happy with the changes. However, over time, the changes are worth it. The benefits of decreasing stress include better health, increased energy, and uh, efficiency in completing tasks. So there's always a lot of benefits in decreasing stress in our lives, and we should pray about where God exactly is leading us individually. Pay attention to the thoughts that are coming to your mind. The Holy Spirit will be speaking to you about that. And then... Um, make the necessary changes one step at a time and uh, you will see God do um, the rest. We're in the areas that we can't do our part. God will come in and he will help us in the areas that we can't do um, something. So, you know, like for example, I had a lot of health issues. I did my part in trying to work on my diet, trying to work on uh, the things that I can do in the areas that I couldn't. You know, God miraculously has healed me, but we work together with God in answering our own prayers. Okay, so uh, the last thing about God answering pr our prayers regarding, um, uh, you know, things that we may be praying about could be a situation like relationships. So another example of praying for something and having your part to do or having uh, our baby regard, uh, having our part to do something is having a better relationship. So let's say somebody is praying to God, Lord, please help me to have better relationships with people. Why am I not getting along with people? What's going on? And God may say, to maybe be a better listener, not always give your opinion unless it's positive. He may also ask you not to say uh, anything at all. He may tell you to be a person of your word, keeping promises and deadlines 
and not being late and making people wait and not canceling, uh, you know, canceling things without notice, you know, not being a person who's stable and reliable can be a reason why our relationships are suffering. And so God may talk to you in those areas and thoughts may come to your mind. And those are areas where we can try to make some changes and then God can possibly heal those relationships that are broken in our lives or having difficulty to deal with. So these are examples of things that can ruin relationships with people. And I personally used to be a person like this. And God has taught me to always be a person of my word. If you say you're going to do something, follow through with it. And don't make a promise that you're not going to be able to keep to begin with. Okay. So that was um, us talking about basically working with God to answer prayer. So we talked about all the different things that we can do to work with God to answer our prayers, including our health decreasing stress and relationships. So the second part that I want to talk to you about is letting go and allowing God to work. So there are some uh, situations that I'm going to be talking about where um, we're going to have to let God work on areas and we may not be able to do a lot in those areas. So there are times we don't have control in our, um, we don't have any control in our prayer. There are times we need to completely cast our care onto God and trust him alone to help us out completely. One of the hardest spiritual lessons to learn is learning to let go of control. There are some things in life we can control and there are, are things in life we have no control over. There may be someone in your life you're praying for and they are making bad choices or bad decisions. You want them to change, but you can't make them change. Only God through his Holy Spirit can work to change a person's heart. And we also know that people have free will. So we could be praying for someone to change, but you know, maybe they don't want to listen to the Holy Spirit. Maybe they don't want to change. So that's something that we're going to have to let God work things out for their good. And we're going to have to commit it and surrender it to God. So God can work on a person as you pray for them. He can soften their heart and he can speak to them and change the direction that is best for their life. But we need to let God work on them. And we also need to understand that sometimes people don't want to listen and they have their free will. So we're going to have to just let God work things out for the good, even if they don't listen. So however, each of us have free will to choose to listen to the Holy Spirit or whatever we want. Although we may be praying for someone, they may seem to not be changing. We have to sometimes let it go and let God work things out for, for their good, which is in Romans 8.28, as we talked about before, which says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. So that's a promise in the word of God. And we know that if people are going in the wrong directions, we're praying about it. We don't have control over it. We can, we can pray that God, you would work things out for their good. You can soften their heart and change them to go into the direction that you want. And if they don't, and if they choose their free will to not choose God's will, then, um, work things out for their good. So that's an example of letting God control a situation like that. So another example I want to talk about is, um, job or financial crisis. So let's say someone's praying about their job. An example may be losing your job and trusting God to provide another job for you. You may have done your part to apply for your job, but you can't find a job in your field or your profession. In this case, sometimes God wants us to wait on him to open the door miraculously. Other times, he may place it in our heart to relocate to a place where there are more, more jobs or downsize to prepare for financial changes. Relocating and starting over also requires a lot of trusting God and there are many unknown variables. So this is something that we would have to, you know, really trust God in a situation like this where you may have to change jobs and uh, ask God to provide or relocate and start in a new area, which has happened to myself and my husband as well. And so 
Um, there are a lot of, you know, unknown variables that we're going to have to just take one step of faith and trust God in the process. So that would be an example of really casting your care on God and asking God to help you in a circumstance like that. So another thing um, that you may be praying about is a health crisis. And uh, so another example of having to trust God completely would be regarding to a health crisis. You may be worried about medical tests from a doctor for yourself or your loved one. You don't know what to expect. The good news is God is prepared to handle any good or bad news you have with that test. He is there to carry you through whatever you need to face. His word says to cast your care upon him for he cares for you. Just like a parent enjoys seeing a child playing and having fun, our Heavenly Father enjoys to see that we trust Him. We can trust Him and go about our day and be happy and peaceful. Casting your cares on God is something we have to do every moment you start to worry about things. Asking God to give you the grace to do your part, whatever it may be, and trusting God to do only what He can do. This also requires letting go and having peace in your life. This is easier said than done. We need to pray for God to give us the grace to do things we are unable to do in our own strength. This is a spiritual lesson that we need to learn. As you grow in your relationship with God, it will be easier to trust God. You can reflect back on your experiences of trusting God and how he came through for you. God is faithful, he is trustworthy, and he is true to his promises. His promises in the Bible is something you can always hold on to and trust in no matter what happens. So the last subject that I wanted to talk about is unanswered prayers. So how do we deal with unanswered prayers? There are times we are praying for something and want God to answer our prayer. However, the very thing we are asking for can be harmful to us or someone we love. If God answered these prayers, it could turn out to be a disaster. We don't understand in our limited knowledge what the future could be like if those prayers were answered. It is like a parent protecting your child from something harmful. The child has no idea what kind of harm their parent is protecting them from. In the same way, when we pray for something and don't get the answer we want, trust God. God knows what is the best thing for us. He's a loving father and he wants what is best for his children. God does not want to deprive his children of good things. It is not because God doesn't care about us. It is quite the opposite. God cares about us so much that he has to say no to protect us. It is hard for God to say no, just like any loving parent. However, because of his great love and wisdom, he knows that the very thing we're asking for may not be the best thing for us. Okay. So an unanswered prayer uh, could be an example of also a death of a loved one. Some prayers do not get answered. We do not know why. And we will not understand until we see God face to face. My sister's death as a teenager from cancer was heartbreaking for me. I don't understand why it happened, but I trust God in the middle of my confusion and hurt. My deeper relationship with God started after her death. I needed God to get me through an incredible sorrow I was feeling. It has also given me a desire and compassion to help others in pain. We also need to let go and trust that God knows what is best. God did not cause my sister to have cancer. We live in an imperfect world with disease and sickness and evil. The body we have is temporary and this life is temporary. The good news is we have hope and a future. The future we have is with a heavenly body with no more sickness, disease, or pain. In heaven, we will be in the presence of God and all these troubles we have faced will be finally over. And another subject I wanted to talk about, and this will be the final subject, is understanding God's justice. 
So God is the God of justice. He will work all the wrongs in this life. I have heard how others have lost their faith because of the evil and wicked things that are happening in the world. We need to realize Satan is the cause of the evil and wicked things that we see around us, not God. Satan works through people and circumstances to hurt you. Don't be discouraged when you see evil things happening. God will hold people accountable in this life and the next. Whatever a person sows, they will reap and we will have an accounting for their actions. They will have an accounting for their actions. So and that's in Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. And we know the good things you are doing will be rewarded in this life and the next. So I hope those examples were helpful to you. And um, I just want to end in a word of prayer. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for everyone listening to this podcast right now and their desire to draw closer to you. I pray that you would enable us to cast our cares on you because you care for us. Give us wisdom in knowing our part is and the grace to do what you're asking us to do. Please give us the grace to let go and do only what you can do. We pray for all our prayer requests, burdens, and concerns we are carrying. We submit it into your hands. We lay them all into your hands and we ask for your peace in return. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So right now, I just want to pray for anyone who has not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior and wishes to do so. Please say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, please forgive me for my sins. I invite you, Jesus, into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If anyone has said this prayer for the first time, welcome to the family of God. Please visit the Convo with God website for a Bible study guide of the Gospel of Matthew to help you start your journey. There are also other Bible study guides you may find helpful. If anyone has any prayer requests, please feel free to email me with any prayer requests at hisdaughter at convowithgod.com. Prayer requests are always confidential. Thank you for listening and may God bless you.